Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting Wadfam Chalk Pod? giving him attention that's all he wants he's just trying to get a reaction out of you man well i'm not posting about it on social media i'm just telling you that he's there was taking a up man. your brain space and now it's taking up mine Fair. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpot. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are here this week to talk about episode 274, First Hand Experience. Woohoo! Dylan, what album is this on? Uh, it is on album 21, Wish You Were Here. Beginning our wonderful exploration of the Bernard and Eugene road trip arc. Correct. Had you listened to this before? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. This was the biggest maybe out of the ones that we've covered thus far. That you didn't know. That I was it... unconfident that I hadn't heard it. Okay, okay. I feel like I've definitely heard, I think, every episode on this album at least once. But it's been a very long time since I've listened through it front to back, if gotcha. I ever have. Yeah, so we're, we're going to be covering a lot of this album, though not its entirety. Um through our coverage here i think we cover the first eight episodes out of the out of the 12 but yeah it's uh it's a big one so the it, it's written and directed by paul mccusker gotta love it it aired july 23rd of 1994 and it serves as a hey let's take the story away from odyssey for a while so that we can explain wit yeah and his disappearance yeah and this is the first this it's it's technically not a six-parter obviously Mm -hmm. but it is the first thing that feels like that where it is a run of episodes that all keep the same continuity without breaking out of it for other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense that it necessitated it, and it's obviously something they will return to a bunch, mm-hmm. but it's interesting that this is this is the first time. Yeah, definitely. And, like, just the fact that, as we were saying, like, Hal Smith died, they had to push Odyssey beyond Odyssey's bounds so that they could get away from the wit problem. Right. And it... Kind of works. Or yeah. I feel like it works really well in the sense that this is like one of the albums that I look back to with the most fondness because Will Ryan is just batting a thousand and Bernard is always incredible. Yeah. Dave yeah. Madden, love you. Yeah. And Rest so- in power. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch of stuff that yeah about this era it's in the official guide and we'll hit on different parts kind of as we go but the conceit here was they were trying to figure out how they could when they made the decision that we're not going to kill wit Mm -hmm. then they were like well then the only other option is for him to leave yeah how do we do that Mm -hmm. and the solution they come out came up with was lifted from mash interesting just very interesting um and just kind of funny but they so they send bernard and eugene away and Mm -hmm. during that time wit disappears spoiler Mm. alert and the mash strategy right they lose one of their main actors between seasons and they send the 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 lead character away for the weekend and when he comes back that guy's gone Uh... has been shipped home so, so it is lifted directly from MASH, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's only so many playbooks to do this sort of no, thing. No, no, yeah, certainly. Well, and like you said, like, I feel because they decided not to kill off Wit, giving themselves this amount of distance from Odyssey and, like, exploring the world beyond it lets them 
kind of divert the audience's attention away from the matter at hand. And yeah. I feel like it makes the transition much more smooth than it otherwise would have been. Yeah. And the um, the the people writing in the book about this era also talk about it a lot as this being like a time where they were processing through their own grief. grief yeah. The double meaning of the wish you were here thing being like, oh, that's the postcard thing and we're leaving Odyssey. But also we wish Hal Smith was, was here. here. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it just, he was, the show only existed the way it did because of Hal Smith. And I feel like we don't give that as much credit because he is someone who they replace and keep going beyond. Yeah, well, we would probably argue that our favorite era of the show is Paul Herlinger as opposed to Hal Smith, but I wholeheartedly agree in the sense that there is no Paul Hurlinger without Hal Smith just knocking it out of the park for the first however many years. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 outline in the guide that they had four paths forward with the show. Mm-hmm. One of them was not really a path forward. It was an end. They could just end Odyssey. Hal's gone. We don't have a reason to go on. Um, the other option, their second one was they could recast Wit mm-hmm. right off the bat, yeah. keep going and kind of pretend Ignore. like nothing yeah. happened. And they tried that, at least in some testing. Oh. So they had some other people come in yeah. to do his voice, including Hal Smith's son. Interesting. And they didn't feel good about any of those options. Yeah. And I think that must have been so difficult, though, to have Hal Smith's son come in and pretend to impersonate his dad. I mean, closely following his, his death. Dad. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, the, the option that they came closest to was discontinuing Odyssey and just creating spinoff series. That would have been better. <laughs> Probably. I'm yeah. still still pro. Let's just spin off Odyssey and do it. So other stuff. some of them could have been good, some wouldn't. The two that they mention here is that they they entertained one that was, hey, we're just spinning off and it's gonna be the Connie show. Mm-hmm. Which obviously you and I would be big fans of. Big fans. The other option was they were like, we could just switch it to a like kids radio format show every week. Oh, which I don't hate. It it's an option. I don't yeah. think I would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Not not nearly as much for as long of a period of time by any means. I think it would have had I think they would have had to have addressed wit not being involved in it at some point or recast him to make it work long term. No, I, I, I think if you're doing the kids radio show, everyone is always in, like there's no world around kids radio it is just kids it's radio. just kids radio wow for yeah, the audience no. nope nope <laughs> and couldn't be me nope and so that is when they decided okay we're going to have wit leave odyssey yeah and then went about trying to figure out how they could do that mm-hmm. and um decided that the way to do it is you move it away from odyssey for a bit and i think it's it's interesting that the characters they decide to do that with are Eugene and Bernard. Yeah. I think Eugene makes sense. Yeah, Eugene makes a lot of sense given his situation. It feels very organic. Right. Bernard over somebody like Tom Riley or even like Jack Allen or somebody that's sure. had experience. Well, like... Jack doesn't exist yet. Oh, Jack doesn't exist yet. Jack is Jack is brought in to be a wit replacement. Replacement, yes, yes, of course. Um yeah, I would say that, like, Tom would make a lot of sense. Or, I mean, Wit, obviously, is the clear choice, but he's right. not available. Um, right. but, but Bernard they, has the... Did they already establish that they were cousins, or is that yes, established in this correct. album? No, no. So that okay. is... So they have the thing where they're related, and they've... They just... They have a good rapport with each other. Yeah. Like, this is... They are... Right, I would have loved to see a Connie and Eugene road trip, though. Yeah, That would have sure. been incredible. There's <laughs> obvious reasons why they didn't feel like they could do that, but... Oh. <laughs> they can't sleep in the same car together? No. They'll f*** 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's an interesting it's an interesting conceit and the the idea that yeah, they they right, they're a comedic pairing. Mm. And Eugene's been set up to where this can make an amount of sense for his character yeah. and the trajectory. And if you're gonna pair Eugene with someone, Bernard feels like the play. Yeah, definitely over, like we said, Tom right. or Connie. I mean, it it also makes sense to not be Connie in the sense that like Eugene is the novice going on this journey, and it would be a very different story if the person he was going on it with was also pretty much a novice right right also like connie's in high school at this point yeah so there's just like logistic difficulties there yeah how's she gonna get out of school yeah i mean right well and they got they get eugene out of school just being like ah he's on break yeah he's in college or ambiguous break break. yeah (laughs) is it spring break is it summer break we'll never know i think it's summer judging by the blue skies on the album artwork i don't know the sky is only ever blue in the summer, oh. according to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> um, yeah, no. This is a very interesting episode that it does begin in Odyssey, right? Or yeah. Eugene so, and Bernard run into each other on campus. Let's roll the promo. Oh, gosh. And then we doing? can get into the actual plot. Well, we went we went a long time off the top. So, we did, you know, we did. Who can, who can blame you for being overeager? Hit the road with Eugene and Bernard on the next Adventure in Odyssey. Eugene travels away from home to broaden his horizons and see the world. But is he only wasting time? And when he and Bernard keep running into each other, literally, can they learn to carpool without driving each other crazy? Find out next time on Adventures in Odyssey. incredible could they learn to carpool without driving, driving each, each other, other crazy? crazy gotta be kidding me that it is drives top me nine. crazy uh yeah. uh yeah fantastic oh i love that weird like music that they yep. uh, oh, yeah 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 he also really hit a literally nice and hard mm-hmm. they keep running into each other literally, literally. <laughs> So, uh, do they actually physically collide with each other on campus? I don't think they do. No, they, they, they do physically collide at least once. Yes. Later. <laughs> so, yes. But but they start up because um, Bernard is uh, cleaning at the college, and he passes Eugene, and Eugene's like, what are you doing here? He's like, I came to, you know... Pick up an invoice. Yes, exactly. Drop drop off an invoice? Pick up an invoice? Drop... I, I forget I how know. money works. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And he, he comments, he's like, Eugene, wh- what's going on? What's on your back there? That's, that's a very large can sack full of stuff. <laughs> and uh, Eugene explains that he is leaving Odyssey, possibly mm-hmm. forever, but yep. probably not. Um, and we cut to commercial. <laughs> Play that interstitial music from the, <laughs> from the teaser. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, it is so dramatic uh needlessly so but again serves the purpose of just absolutely jarring the audience's attention away from dead wit um yeah <laughs> it also it isn't i'm surprised that the katrina of it all isn't hit and maybe it will more as the episodes develop but that feels mm-hmm. like they don't ever make that text they it's don't just say that undertone yeah and i'm amazed <laughs> that they didn't <laughs> are they expecting a child to pick up on that is it irrelevant like i may, maybe it is irrelevant i don't know it's just well there's been a lot going on with eugene with his faith and relationally so it right. makes sense that he would want to yeah i understand knowing as many words i understand his motivations to leave i'm just surprised that he doesn't articulate them yeah yeah, that's fair. Especially because the previous episode is him, like, narrating stuff to himself. And we're, like, I realize we're getting a concentrated dose because of this show, but we're coming off of a lot of, like, Eugene and Katrina hot and heavy stuff. Yeah. It, last episode ends with them both saying, like, today I learned how to love, or I learned what love feels like and also heartbreak, yeah. whatever that line is. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're coming off of that and going Very into... Steamy. 
going into just like zany road trip adventure and like i under like yeah some would argue that's how my personality is you know what yeah <laughs> you don't have to tempt me with a road trip twice look you're the I got that from my, my eugene oh i love that <laughs> I meant for for manual labor. <laughs> you think okay? You think if I created a um a Christian mingle bio that just said um a Eugene looking for his Katrina that I do well? Oh, so well. Because <laughs> here's the thing: so many people would see it, not care about the reference, not say anything. But the people that got it, right? They're gonna light you up. <laughs> Like, that's not just a funny joke that they could ha-ha and go past. Like, they're like, oh, no, this guy, this guy's got the same, same shtick as me. Great, great. Well, I'll, I'll have to get on that. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a, listeners, I said Christian Mingle, and then I was like, wow, do I sound like an old person? Is there a better I Christian dating so. service? I, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. I, I'm not opposed to putting this in a Tinder bio, but I don't feel like my success rate would be anything. No, no, God, no. <laughs> I mean, you would have one success, and it would be from somebody that you don't want to be successful with. Or it would be you. Yep, yep. <laughs> what do you think I said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, all right, so, Christian. No, no, we, no. We do not, we do not need... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's Christian Mingle. Okay. Yeah, that's that's Great. the top one. So. Great. Well, perfect. Still going just, strong. Just a Eugene looking for his Katrina is yep. now is now <laughs> going to be my dating bio. It's going to be great. Oh. We're going to do numbers. I'm going to slide into... If like, that doesn't work, I'll put just a Larry looking for his Bob. Yeah. Oh, Although yeah. I'm definitely a Bob, so I'm just a Bob looking for his Larry. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh. You could just put just a tomato looking for his cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that'll be my grinder profile. Oh, there you go. <laughs> maybe that's my grinder. <laughs> oh, uh, and so, so we come back in from the commercial break. Yeah. And he explains that he is, this is a journey to find himself or mm-hmm. whatever. Broaden his horizons. Right. He's he's on college break. Wits An Odyssey from this. Odyssey, if you will. <laughs> yeah, an Odyssey from Odyssey is good. Did um, you not make that joke in your head when you were hearing that? <laughs> Like, as soon as it came up, I was like, it's in my notes. <laughs> no, that's, that's good. What's my my own personal odyssey is that's someone else's line Oh, in, like, a similar thing. Yeah. I think Wit might say, or Con? Con? Jack? No, Jack. Doesn't Jack say nah, I, I have no idea. Who knows? Who knows? But the um regardless right he he's going he's going on an odyssey but not in the technic or not in the, the way the show normally means it uh-huh. mm-hmm. um <laughs> um yeah so eugene is going on a bus to anywhere from anywhere right, right. yes he he, he yeah. got the uh like the movie pass thing where right. you can see unlimited movies Except Which, for with buses. Is that a right. thing? So I know it's a thing for trains. Yeah, I've yeah. looked into it. So yeah. I assume buses, okay. you can get a similar thing. And, yeah, I mean, usually there's, like, an amount of time mm-hmm. that it expires the, after right. or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And and nowadays there is definitely a limit on the number of unlimited spots you can go to. But Darn. <laughs> probably in the 90s they were truly unlimited. I'm just going to assume based off literally nothing um but i wholeheartedly support this assumption <laughs> but bernard's like my word man like the rest of the world takes trips and vacations but you're making this into an expedition like yeah. what is what is happening here mm-hmm. um and he's yeah. like are you sure there's nothing else like you're not going for any other reason right which is the katrina implication yeah exactly but it's not made text no it's not said also because bernard doesn't really know yeah exactly i mean i guess he might know because of you know the blowback of last episode yeah (laughs) but he didn't know then yeah no he certainly didn't know then and there's no indication text that that he does so yeah yeah i'm sure that he is very pleased to not know much about his dating life at this point yeah yeah they have yeah their their repertoire is is interesting this this episode might be the meanest episode towards Eugene. It is. It's very mean I am towards Eugene. Surprised by how mean it is. How hard it goes. Well, yeah, no, because there's yeah. 
the they make a lot of jokes at Eugene's expense, and then they make those jokes three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... yeah. Yeah. And so Bernard offers to give Eugene a lift to the bus station in Connellsville because mm-hmm. Eugene asks if he could take him to the bus station in Odyssey. He's like, you don't have to be heading towards Odyssey. He's like, no, Connellsville. But there's a bus station there, too. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, my journey will start from Connellsville. So, so here's something that we learn in this episode. Hmm. Connellsville is to the west of Campbell College. Interesting. <laughs> I, huh. Or possibly to the south. Or maybe to the southwest. <laughs> I'm going to go with southwest to but discover my bases. But it is in that quarter of the, of the cardinal rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Interesting. How 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 is this learned or determined? Because uh, Bernard is headed to California, and um, they're at the college, and he's going there via Connellsville. That's fair. Oh, let's see what you did there using some geography, some Mr. Smarty Paints, uh-huh, using that uh-huh. deductive reasoning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So A now, real American Sherlock, if you will. <laughs> so Bernard... Um, yeah, he drops him off. Well, and then he's like, "Well, I can't actually just drop you off." And so mm-hmm. he he goes he goes in with him. Yeah. And Eugene's doing this ridiculous like spin around and point at something. <laughs> he points at the sign to the women's restroom, and then he points to Bakersfield, California, which they describe as near LA. I did mm-hmm. not fact check this. I did not fact check it either, but I did write it down. <laughs> Nice. And then Bernard's like, oh, that's actually near where I'm going. I mean, same state, general, same Right, he's, he's going to San Diego to trade his pickup truck for mm-hmm. a newer one because um, he's got some friend out there who's cutting him quite the deal. Yeah, he's going out there to get a great deal on a truck, and so he's got a reason for his trip. He's not going for experience for experience sake. He's going to learn how to get a better deal on a truck and hopefully get a better deal on a truck. Right. Yeah. Truck Squad, I don't think he's going to get the deal on the truck. I don't remember, <laughs> and I'm thinking actually he does. It's funny. So I, I, Andrew, have you ever like traveled for a car? Oh no, I mean not n- not more than like forty five minutes to like yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, because this is like I don't know. I feel like a common experience I know of. Like mm-hmm. my roommate got his car in Ohio, which mm-hmm. is not that big a drive from where we are, but no. you know, it was it was a journey. But I was just talking with a friend last night who um, got has has being from PA has gotten cars from upstate New York, not a big deal, Georgia, bigger deal, and Texas biggest deal <laughs> and all of those were right like a drive there put it onto a trailer and tow it back yeah no for sure i this feel like it's like a it, i don't know it's crazy to me that people do that sort of stuff i but. mean jacob lingenfelter has done that sort of thing for like a set of speakers so he's gonna first and last name him wow uh, yeah yeah drop him drop him like it's hot <laughs> First and last name. Get Look, ready to be doxxed. <laughs> potential future guest, Jacob Lingenfelter. Mm. We would love to have him on. Yes. Yes, please. Come on we, the show. We, we, we've been talking about it for a while, and we just never actually pulled <laughs> the trigger. Since the inception or something close. Yeah. yeah no. I, um, we put it in a dream. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I, I feel like people... That is something that people do, but it does take a very specific kind of, kind of person to right. be that active and that uh, fiscally conscious to be like, oh, yeah, uh, taxes are cheaper on car sales in I- Ohio as opposed to Pennsylvania or Virginia or whatever. So I'm going to go over there uh, to get a car cheaper. Like, that yeah. That part does make sense. I, I feel also, like you can game that if you do. What is the longest that you have driven by yourself? Alone in the car or just me driving? Just, wait, what do you mean? What's the difference? I'm confused. I, I'm sorry. Like, I've gone on a road trip for 10 hours where I drove all 10 hours, but I was not alone in the car. No, I'm talking alone in the car. Oh. Uh, three hours, I want to say. I've done three, four. Three, yeah, three and a half. But I'm just thinking about Bernard driving from Illinois to California, California. and back. Alone. On his own. Yeah, that's And I'm also just like, how in the world does he, and I understand this is a 
storytelling device mm-hmm. to make the show work. And I'm not trying to like cinema sins it up out here and be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is dumb. Doesn't but, make like, any sense. I'm just like, how is this man who owns his own business taking off two weeks? Yeah. Oh, just oh. to go get a car? I mean. <laughs> no, I mean, he could do it in a week. Yeah, for sure. But still, it's crazy. That's a miserable week, though, because you're driving nonstop. And right. it's like, I think it's like 36 hours ish if not sure. closer to 40 um because i think it's 48 from where we are sure to drive straight there so sure yuck <laughs> yeah yeah no he's gonna but. die bernard and eugene experiment with high caffeinated beverages at a truck stop <laughs> yeah but he's right so his his intention is to do this alone mm-hmm. um and eugene is kind of skeptical that bernard's truck is gonna make the trip yep um but he's like he's like no i'm i am trading this one in it's never let me down i'm trading it in so, so it, it doesn't <laughs> have the chance to which i do love love that yeah i'm, I'm about there with my camry <laughs> i'm getting real close to <laughs> all right oh man he, uh, yeah, so Eugene hops on his bus, Bernard takes his truck, and they're mm-hmm. headed there, and Eugene sits next to some business guy who's upset that his company didn't spring for a plane, which yeah. is fair. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's got, yeah, it's just this, this long ordeal of him just like, well, first off, he places his backpack next to an identical one, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, that's obviously yeah. going to be the plot here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, right, he just talks the ear off of someone there, and it's Uncomfortable, tough. it's tough, and then the person he references leads. A, he references an impromptu trip to Latin America, which yeah. is an episode we haven't talked about, but oh, we no. should someday. The, Cross well, of Cortez? Yeah, please? Cross of Cortez, yeah. The, the one with the bull on the cover. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, no, it's it's really tough because the guy goes to the bathroom after like an hour and says, like, no, you've been talking for like an hour and fifteen right. minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. And takes he, and, his stuff with him right. and doesn't come and back. You, yeah, I was gonna say he takes his stuff and Eugene's like, I'll watch it for you. He's like, No, and he's like, I'm not going to the bathroom. Like, obviously not. Yeah. Um then then we cut to Bernard who's surfing the radio, mm-hmm. talk radio comes on, and then I cannot believe the degree oh. to which they do this bit. Oh, they, they, they yeah, they let it sit. It's not just it's some like cheeky thing. Five he, or six so seconds. He flips and mm-hmm. hits the Adventures and Odyssey theme song, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's just skimming through. Mm-hmm. He stops on it. Mm-hmm. He says, "Oh, this is really good." Oh, this and sounds then it good. Fades out, and yeah. he loses signal, and then he's upset that he didn't get to finish it. Yeah, he's like, "Oh man, I was really excited to listen to that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it. It is tough. Very cheeky wink uh, to camera, but I, I, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> this this episode also has a, still has the wit intro at the top. Mm-hmm. Yep. At which point I realized, and I could be wrong, I don't think that they did intros other than wit until after Hal Smith had passed. You know how we get like yeah, all the yeah, different yeah, intros? Yeah, yeah. I think very likely the first nearly 300 episodes of the show We're are all wit. Yeah. And then we started getting the rotating cast. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah. Because I... it sometimes still doesn't make sense when it's a wit intro and when it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we ran into that with the Connie and Joanne road trip that parallels yeah. this one. Yeah. But it is, yeah, it's very. No, um, I, I think you're correct. I feel like we could verify that pretty easily yeah but i'm it, write into us if you think we're wrong and maybe maybe that well there are some obviously early odyssey has some chris ones yeah and whatnot but um, odyssey USA. but i think right but i think the theme song well and even wit's got an odyssey usa one but yeah. it's like i think basically all the all the intros are wit mm-hmm. up until probably this album and then I imagine going forward, we'll have to track it as we go through this series. Yeah, um, but I, at a certain point, they're gonna they're gonna dip away from that. And I'll switch it up a little bit more. Yep, yep. And so, yeah, the um, so yeah, just that that bit is it's it's hit so hard. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that's just the beginning of Bernard's troubles when yeah. he doesn't get to finish his episode of Odyssey because the alternator light turns on mm-hmm. in his car, and uh, he he pulls off to the side of the road and Eugene is talking a woman's ear off and sees Bernard outside mm-hmm. 
And so he stops the bus, jumps out to go help Bernard, and the bus breaks out into raucous applause. Yeah, it's brutal. Like, it's so upsetting. (laughs) Like... What in the... I mean, I understand. Public transit is annoying. And if Eugene was speaking at a very high volume uh, very quickly for the entire time, that would be upsetting. Yeah. Sure. But I'm presuming he's speaking at a normal volume. To which I you can know. get over yourself. But, right, but also, <laughs> I feel like people should... Like, there should be a step before we cheer when this guy leaves. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's the old... Um, he gets off the bus and everybody goes... <gasps> Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yep. It's it's crazy. Um, and so, Does yeah. make Eugene the butt of every joke. The bus driver makes a point saying, like, hey, you know, I can't wait. So the bus pulls off. Eugene goes um, to help Bernard. And, oh, um, and he takes the wrong backpack on the way. Yes, yes, of course. Obviously. But it's, it's not established. No, but he's like, let me gra- Oh, wait, I got to remember to grab my backpack. And then, mm-hmm. like, grabs his backpack. And you go as the audience backpack. member. Ah, this is going to be someone else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. They <laughs> they have to walk, uh, what is it, 13 miles to the next town? Sure. Um, on but, foot. And uh, they have the very wonderful bit of them trying to hitchhike and right. Eugene making a sign and Bernard's What does the sign say, out. Andrew? Do you have it written down? Yes, please cease your driving. Assistance required. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Which, amen. Honestly, if Rather somebody... Just help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If somebody had that on the side of the road, if yeah. I could read it, which Bernard makes a good point, right. I don't know that I could, depending on the speed, I would totally stop. For Have sure. you ever hitchhiked or picked up a hitchhiker? No. Or help, just generally help someone along the side of the road? Yes, I've, I've helped people along the side of the road. Oh, wow. Yeah. If I see somebody broken down and I'm driving alone, I don't have time. Like, I have time to stop. Yeah. yeah always interesting what's what's that experience like i walk up to them ask them if they need to jump ask them if they need to use my phone if they don't need anything i leave (laughs) okay yeah or typically they don't even like typically it's either very clear what they need or they don't want me there at all and so like you can assess that pretty quickly but yeah it it happened um just after thanksgiving i was driving (laughs) for work um for my old job out to an elementary school and i saw somebody uh with their hazards on driving really slowly and then they pulled off to the side of the road and i was like oh okay and then i pulled back around actually (laughs) i pulled way too far ahead of them and they had a long probably 45 seconds to a minute and a half of me just walking from my car up to theirs uh but then i asked him if he needed anything and he was like no no i'm good and then he 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 drove off before i got back to my car Hmm. so it was all it was all good yeah um, but there's been instances where, like, uh, trash cans or something will go out into the middle of the road on 501 and stuff like that and, like, traffic stops. And if I'm the closest one or, like, one of the first couple cars to come across it, yeah, I'll just jump out and help them as fast as I can. Um, nice. Or at least offer it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that like, uh, I don't know, is that something you grew up with your parents no, doing? Not that's at just, all. That's, that's just, just me. That, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I respect it. I'm not that person, and I sometimes wish I was, but I also go... I don't I, think that I do any great good by doing that, but I it makes me feel better because sure. I know that I did something yeah. or at least that which I is, offered my support. Which is great. Yeah. I usually go, boy, would I not want someone to do that to me. Yep. <laughs> and so I don't. Yeah, yeah for sure. Not not the greatest call. No, but. no, but I mean, it is true in the fact that it's probably about 50-50 that you go up to somebody and they want nothing to do with the stranger that's come to help them. Sure. <laughs> so... You know, yeah. I, I don't think that that's necessarily a wrong take to have. Sure. But I but just yeah. try not to take it personally. Yeah, I respect him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, I'm also a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of trot up to people and go, hey! Yeah. <laughs> you but want ev- hang? Eventually, and we, this, we don't see this scene, but a truck driver picks up Bernard and Eugene. Um, and oh, it's actually, it's great because at the beginning of the scene... Um, where they're walking, Eugene says it looks like it's supposed to rain later or something oh, like yes. that, and they aren't having any uh, luck hitchhiking, and so they, they suggest that they might need to make their circumstances look a bit more dire, and then cut to them coming into the uh, the truck stop after being picked up in the rain yeah. <laughs> by a very kind truck driver. And Who Bernard also Walton. towed their truck. Yeah, 
Bernard Walton's like, my faith in humanity is restored. Like, right. that, that wasn't just nice. That was downright Christian. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah, that's just, I, I really liked how they actually showed that. I didn't think that they were going to cut away and tell it in hindsight like that, mm. um, but yeah. I, I appreciated it. Yeah, it works well. And they're trying to figure out what to eat at this diner. Yep. And Bernard's talking up about he's going to get the meatloaf. That's the, that's the kind of food you get here. He's talking up True. all the good stuff. I don't stuff. think that you're wrong. He's like, man, these names are so weird, and I don't know what to do. And then, um, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to get the train wreck special. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? What is that, by the way? And they're like, well, the train hit a cow, <laughs> yeah, so mostly, he got a deal. Mostly beef is what they say. <laughs> <laughs> a train hit yeah. Farber Henderson's cows. So we got a good deal on it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I and love then, it. Uh, then so he, Eugene is... orders water, and Bernard gets coffee, and there's also breadsticks there. Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah, it is. It's it's funny. Do you, it is really what's, funny. What's what's the Andrew Sabo diner go to? Oh, if I'm at a diner that I haven't been before, yeah. Oh, probably. If I'm feeling adventurous or somebody else is paying, I typically get like hollandaise because I, I like just trying out different restaurants to see what their hollandaise sauce is like. Um, You're talking like Eggs Benedict? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's the other one? I mean, I'm, I'm typically like a like a breakfast meal. Like I, I, I've got to try their hash browns. Like mm. that's very important to me <laughs> yeah if it's not breakfast i don't care i want to try their uh their their hash like what's yeah. that like um yeah. what about you uh bre- breakfast is also my diner yeah. strat yeah i'm just sausage like, eggs you can't it's also my fast food strategy mm-hmm. when mcdonald's did 24 hour breakfast oh yeah that um, was all i got at mcdonald's yeah i yeah i'm so sad that they got rid of it yeah <laughs> It is incessantly. Yeah, but that's like the that's my gas station play. That's yeah. my that's my diner play. Like mm-hmm. that's what I want. Well, it's 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 always safe. And as somebody who famously doesn't eat breakfast, it's not like you get those foods elsewhere. <laughs> Great. Oh, maybe maybe you always order breakfast because that's secretly what your heart is yearning for, oh, but yeah. your stomach won't allow. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Um. Yeah, then, uh, yeah, they so they, they then part ways again. Mm-hmm. Bernard's truck's fixed. Eugene's mm-hmm. ready to get catch the next bu- bus. When he gets to the bus station, the or the bus stop, there's a police officer and a woman there who is accusing Eugene of stealing. It's, um, oh, goodness. What's Bart Rathbone's wife's name? Doris. Doris. Doris Rathbone Light is what this is. <laughs> Diet Doris, if you will. Diet Do- It is. It really is Diet Doris, isn't it? Uh, she's complaining, accusing him of stealing her knapsack, and Eugene, of course, is like, oh, no, I totally grabbed mine. Like, this is definitely mine. I grabbed it when I got off the bus. Uh, but then, now that I think about it, I haven't checked it since, and then they realize, oh, he did take the wrong backpack. Yep. And I thought this was going to be like a, oh no, Eugene loses his backpack thing. No, I thought that Eugene was going to prison and he was going to have to Bernard, call Bernard to get him to bail Oh out. no, I, <laughs> I didn't for a second think he was going to prison and he doesn't. No, no, but he doesn't. The, um, but the thing with the, yeah, the, the fact that he gets his backpack back, I'm like, wow, what a win. Mm-hmm. Epic dub. Yep. Oh man. Good for Eugene, yeah. not losing his uh, portable microscope or his very old laptop computer. Oh yeah, and we we forgot to we forgot to mention during context, but we don't know the voice actors for either of the women in these episode in this episode. Oh, but we do know that the all three of the men, the talk show host, the bus yeah. driver, and the police officer, are Barry Steigler, is the actor playing. Gotta love all it. of those characters, which is pretty great wow and he's he's uh he did primarily um like video game voices Mm -hmm. and the english dubs of japanese television and movies any television shows that i would know um i mean just like i feel like all like the classic like 90s like naruto uh i'm not seeing naruto bleach not seeing boy. Okay, you know what? And nothing. He's he's never Soul been in Leader, anything. Soul Leader, One Piece, Sailor Moon, any of it? <laughs> nope. 
Uh, he's cowboy. So, uh, so I've got I've got movies. Okay, movies. I can give you movies. He 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 did he did a dub in Perfect Blue. Blue. It's a well known <laughs> anime. He did he did the Castle in the Sky. Oh. He did Castle of Cagliostro. Don't know that. One. That's a loop in the third. Um, it's it's directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Oh. Um, who also did Castle in the Sky and a ton of other great movies. He's in a bunch of Gundam. Um. He's in... Wait, Gundam's a sh- movie? Show? Show. What? Mo- Mobile Suit Gundam? Is that not... I No, I believe that you're correct. I just only know Gundam as a model ship brand. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, the more you learn. Anyways, um, but yeah. He, so he, he does he does dubs. That's basically all there is to say about Barry yeah. Steigler. It's Barry Steigler and Phil Waller doing most of the work, and then Will Ryan and Dave Madden batting a thousand. Um, just carrying the team on their back. <laughs> they said, we lost wit. Get on board, guys. The show ain't right. going under if we've got anything to say about it. Yeah. Yep. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, back to backpack situation. Oh, knapsack sure. situation. This woman really wants to arrest Eugene. Yeah. And he's like, and these, the cop's like, no, absolutely not. Like, it's fine. But um, also, you do need to make this right, Eugene. Yeah, because she doesn't have, she had to get off of her bus to Pomona to see her niece or whatever. Right. Correct. Um, and so she she doesn't have a ticket because she doesn't have the fancy pass like Eugene does. Yep. And Eugene goes, all right, well, you can just have mine. Yep. And uh, then, yeah, Eugene cuts cuts to Eugene at the diner sitting alone. <laughs> yeah, and thinking, contemplating heading back to Odyssey because he doesn't have the money to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets kicked out of the diner. But the, yep. but the diner later, the wait, waitress there is very nice. She's like, look, you can't sit here anymore, my boss. Like, I'm going to get in trouble. Yeah. However, the hotel across the street... And he's like, I don't have that kind of money. She's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. They have they a plumber convention. convention. <laughs> Pretend to be a plumber. Yeah. You can go over there. Hang and out I was there like, for a while. I was like, excuse me. What kind of Breaking Bad shenanigans? <laughs> the, better call Saul. The like, solution <laughs> is pretend to be a plumber <laughs> no eugene was accused by this woman of being a con artist yes so he becomes a con artist <laughs> true true like like it's yeah. just like oh you did a good thing and are being punished for it i don't know just just like do something slightly slightly immoral bend the rules a little bit but yeah. you're immediately like oh a plumber convention of course bernard's gonna be there and turns out he is. Because they run into each other again. But surprise, surprise, he's not there for the convention. Mm-mm. He came back for Eugene because he, he does did. have a heart. He does have a heart. He's so sweet. And the officer is like saying like, oh my goodness. Yeah, like he was looking everywhere for you when I told him about what happened with the ticket and everything. I'm just so glad that we could connect you two together and, and bernard's, bernard's like, like shut the hell up right he's just like through gritted teeth he's like that was supposed to be stay between you and me mr policeman this is policeman client confidentiality <laughs> i had you turn I off your body cam fifth. and everything Jesus. um but yeah it, it's uh yeah it's fun um no I, it is really I'm, cute and I don't anticipate it will happen, but mm-hmm. I would love if Eugene would just start calling him Bernard. I'm going to get so tired of Mr. Walton. No, I think he does. For six episodes. He is Mr. Walton in this episode. Yeah, no, I, I think, think he's going to come gonna... around. Yeah, that would totally be great. he totally does. He doesn't say wit. No. But he, he doesn't does... say Connie at this point in the show. Maybe this is the first one he does. But I'm not anticipating it. I just I feel like he might. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it would be um, cute. There is a uh, something to be said though. The bit about the plumbers' convention—they're singing uh, "Tie Another Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree" Correct. like the 99th verse, yeah. and the receptionist is like super begrudging, like, "Yeah, you can't miss them. Nope. These guys are obnoxious." And Bernard comes in like, "I can't wait to sing." Yes. <laughs> Good old Phil Lawler playing the hotel, like the the clerk at the desk. Mm. But <laughs> Phil Lawler is a moron. <laughs> yeah, uh, we know. But no, I was quoting the latest uh, "Worst of All Possible Worlds." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. 
Uh, uh, I will say before we before we get out of this episode, the last line is uh, Gene says to Bernard, like sometimes you don't know who your friends are until you need them, yep. and that's very sweet and yep. also not something I can entirely relate to. I feel like hmm. I get a pretty solid yeah. guess, but I think that but that certain idea friends of... become better Correct. Like, in a crisis for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. I, so I had surgery, what, two summers ago? Um, I had surgery two summers ago, and I was just, like, on bed rest, looped up on all kinds of painkillers the day after my surgery. And I didn't have anything set up for anybody to come over. And uh, one of my friends uh, came, like, agreed to just come over and show up. And it, it wasn't somebody that I had spent a lot of time with hanging out, like... Um, you know, it wasn't Nathan or somebody like that, that uh, I would expect. Um, and yeah, it was just really wonderful. And like, at least for me in that moment, it was like, oh, wow. So like, we are actually just friends. Like we're, we're actually good friends now. Like you, you showed up for me and like, I didn't think that you cared about me like that. So thanks, man. Chalk Squad, it was not me. No, it wasn't Dylan. Dylan didn't care for me at all. I think this is the first time I'm hearing about the surgery. (laughs) Andrew just disappeared. <laughs> he had a cast and then he was gone. <laughs> to be oh, clear, Chuck's, but I know exactly which surgery he's he talking about. He knows exactly what surgery, and he can probably still smell the cast in his nightmares if he tries hard nope. enough. Nope. I didn't internalize the smell of your cast. I'm sorry. I, I did a pretty good job of staying on top of it yeah. this time. I mean, it's only like my fourth arm cast, so, you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Great. You, you learn. All right. I d- I think I think we've run the gamut on this episode. I think, we have I think it's well. time to time to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, anything you would like to promote, oh, Dylan? Boy, do I! Okay, and I'm so excited that you asked me because I thought about this this morning. I am plugging the undisputed, in my opinion. Well, that's hard. Actually, I don't think I can go that far. I'm plugging Bluey. Bluey is incredible. <laughs> the You've already sh- plugged Bluey. Have I? I think so. But but keep on. No, I'm, I think I think I think the I think Bluey came up in the Colleen episode uh, because I remember linking it into the description. But continue on. Uh, Tell me more. No, about Bluey. no, I'm just unironically watching it alone now, and okay. it's like a seven to eight minute cartoon. And yeah, I'm yeah, I'm gonna start watching them on my breaks at work to give me a little mood boost. And <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's wholesome, good fun. It's actually really funny at times, and like they're short and. Yeah, I don't know. It, it makes me feel all warm inside in, in a way that a lot of shows don't. And I think that it does the Odyssey thing really well of slowly building a world around a small group of people and making it feel cohesive and like home. Like, oh, yeah, nice. we get to meet Bluey's neighbors. And, oh, yeah, <laughs> we get to meet Bluey's post, you know, the mailman that doesn't get chased by the dog people. And, yeah, yeah. it's, I don't know. It's top-notch kids entertainment i will say i would highly recommend it to anybody who has little kids or any mental illness (laughs) if you have a bad relationship with your parents you should watch bluey (laughs) all right you heard it here i have a great relationship with my parents and i still love bluey (laughs) you had to put that disclaimer in because at least one of them listens oh yeah no certainly i don't want to i don't want marie getting any bad ideas (laughs) oh mom (laughs) <laughs> what about you dylan any plugs yeah yeah i i'm going to plug because we are starting the road trip saga mm-hmm. i have to plug until the end of the world mm-hmm. until the end of the world oh that's the movie you watched with yeah it, get, get off your phone you don't need I do, I don't you don't need answers i'm going to tell, tell you me, about, tell me it about it tell because me all i want about it everyone the... to watch. okay so jock squad until the end of the world vim vendors German director rocks. He goes and makes a series of like three different movies that he that are like the road movies. Mm-hmm. Paris, Texas is probably the most famous of those, but there are some others. Regardless, he then goes and goes, okay, I'm going to make the road movie to end all road movies. Mm-hmm. And he develops until the end of the world. It is a four hour and 47 minute movie that spans four continents that is all set as this road trip across the world at like the last days of earth's existence 
It's phenomenal. That sounds it's so good. Cool. <laughs> he sent out. He was uh, involved in like the the pretty big in like the music scene mm-hmm. and a lot of like new wave stuff and whatnot around and like alt the alt scene mm-hmm. during that time. Directed some music videos, whatever. He sent out letters to. So this movie came out or was like shot in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, came out like ninety. I want to say 1990, maybe 91, mm-hmm. set in 99, oh, end wow. of the world. Okay. And he, so he reached out to all these musicians and yeah. was like, I want you guys to project forward and make the music you think you will be making in 10 years. And he sent this out to like everyone in his Rolodex. Yeah. And they came expecting like maybe he could get one or two of these. Yeah. And basically, everyone came back and was in so the, the movie has music written for this movie by you two rem the talking heads what Nick cave <laughs> what depeche mode i don't know that you don't know depeche mode i mean it, the name sure. sounds familiar but sure I... but the list goes on and on like there are for sure some people i'm missing um off of that i, Until I have the end of the world or earth until the end of the world, the I've got the I've got the soundtrack right over there. You can look at the vinyl when we're done recording. You've listened to songs off of it because I'm obsessed with it. Yes, and bring, break yes, it out yes, during yes. vinyl nights. But, anyways, the movie's incredible. It's Lou Reed. Lou Reed. <laughs> great point. Great point. Lou Reed. Oh my goodness, what a what a trip. All right, I yeah. guess I need to devote a, a part time shift yeah. to Ju- watching Julie this movie. Cruz. Who did the, uh, who's the vocalist on the Twin Peaks theme song? Oh. <laughs> it was an Elvis cover. Interesting. That is beautiful. Okay. Anyways, if you're not going to watch the movie, and I understand why you might avoid four hours and 45 minutes. I think you just watch it in two sittings, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, but mm. you could. I definitely couldn't <laughs> watch it but, in one sitting. But regardless, if you don't want to watch the movie, at least listen, listen to the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, maybe on a road trip. That would be perfect. With all that being said, uh, we will be back next week, folks, not covering the road trip. That's right. Surprise. The next episode comes out on February 14th, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. And we have a special episode with a special guest. An incredibly special guest. Thematically appropriate, if you will. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait for you all to listen. Bye, guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures of Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. First Hand Experience was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Asabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fan Chalk Pod.